0: Welcome everyone in to the Morning Times Daily Review Football Friday Podcast, our first go at this for the 2023 season. I'm Kirk Lovison, alongside sports reporter for both the Daily Review and Morning Times, Logan Hill, and our Morning Times editor, Johnny Williams. Boys, football's back. I'm excited. How are we feeling?
1: Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm really excited to get it going.
0: So Logan, you're new to the area, Um, your first... We're also, by the way, everyone, we are in the very back, the bowels of the Morning Times building, um, fresh off the press room that's no longer running here at the Times. It runs up the Daily Review, so little technical difficulties hang with us. Um, Logan, what are you looking forward to most about the season now that you're up here in the Valley?
1: Yeah, so the one thing I kept hearing before I moved up this way was football in Pennsylvania is a big deal. It's a big deal. So that's kind of what I've been looking towards. I moved up here during baseball season, got to cover some really cool baseball stuff. But just the first Friday night lights is Absolutely. just what I've been looking forward
0: to. Yep. Um, so what we're planning to do here for the season, everyone, um, we wanted to get kind of into the podcast world of things, You know, keep evolving as a brand, as a newspaper, and what this is going to be available to you on every week. We're going to record once a week. It will come out today, Friday morning, There'll be a link on the Morning Times website, www.morning-times.com, as well as the Daily Reviews website, www.thedailyreview.com. It'll also be available where all your, where you get all your podcasts, whether it be Apple or Spotify. So we're going to try to get this thing out there to everyone. And again, it'll be once a week. And we're just going to try to preview the weekend um, in sports here around the valley and give a little local taste to everyone outside of our normal just paper edition. Um, With that said, like we talked about at the start of this, it's football season, boys. And we got a host of games around the valley and in Bradford County this weekend. And I think, Logan, you take us from there. I think it probably starts with a lot of the theme here is probably new regimes this season, right?
1: Absolutely, it is. And uh, to say that, I want to start, we should start talking Athens-Line Mountain. Um, yeah. Specifically here in the Valley, Athens is going to be traveling to Line Mountain for week one and week zero, whatever you want to call it, week one and week zero of college. That's a debate one. for another day, yeah. the term week zero yeah. in football. But um, new brand new regime, new coach, new quarterback, and yeah. I'll, I'll let you speak on that a little bit more, Sh-
0: Kurt. Yep. Sean Bradley comes in as the new coach for... The Athens Wildcats taking over for legendary head coach Jack Young. What's also very new is this team's had the same starting quarterback for the last four seasons in Mason Lister. That's not the case anymore. Lister's gone off to St. John Fisher. A lot of question marks for the Wildcats. How does the turnover impact them at head coach? How does it impact them at quarterback? Um, I'm anxious to see... If this is a rebuild, is it a reload? Because Athens, they've been solid in the Mason-Lister tenure under Coach Jack Young. All new. It'll be a new offense, um, and they start, what better way to start and get an idea of those question marks than on the road at Line Mountain.
1: Yeah, and one thing I think that, uh, from what I've been hearing, we will know for sure about Athens this year is they will know how to tackle Sean Bradley, wrestling coach, also at Athens. So, uh, at least defensively, you know they're going to be there to bring it every week, and then if they can answer some of those questions offensively, the sky could be the limit for the Wildcats this year. Like you said, been building on something solid and looking to continue that, which makes me kind of want to turn to our, our next game on our list is that's Sarah Canton. can obviously a little bit further South than Athens, but has been kind of the cream of the crop in the NTL from what I can gather over the last couple of years. And then they're going to take on Sarah who didn't even have a varsity football program last year.
0: Yeah. You want to talk about getting um, answers to questions going on the road against a perennial state contender like Canton from last season as a program like Sarah didn't even have a team last year. That's an uphill climb. That's an uphill climb, right? (laughs) But, you know, it also will let you know a lot about your football team. Um, I think Canton is probably set to try to make another run. I know they got to fill some gaps. A lot of guys have moved on. It'll be a test for Sarah, but I think it'll answer a lot of questions in terms of is this team you know what are their capabilities for the 2023 season coming off of a year without football
1: yeah and I mean you make a good point right there just saying what better way to get some of those questions answered than to start with a team like that because for a program like Sayers in my mind coming back after not even having a varsity program this year it's not the first game is not about the win-loss column it's about what product what are we putting on the field as a team and there's really not many better teams in the NTL to get those questions answered against first thing. Yeah. We're
0: going to have Warriors. new, new names and faces to get familiar with. And that'll be kind of the case going forward with this podcast. Everyone listening. Um, well, there are a lot of question marks we haven't seen anyone hit the field yet so as we go on again we'll be with you every week you're going to want to be sure to go to the morning-times.com website the daily review website as well as make sure you pick up that copy today of um you know the morning times and the Daily review for football friday previews logan will have some stuff in there dave post will have some stuff in there and we're really re- ready this season to hit the ground run with a lot of good coverage um with that said Let's move on to another Bradford County team up in the Daily Reviews area, Tawanda.
1: Yeah, and I, for one, am super excited for their first game, uh, talking to Coach Craig Dawsey and some of their players at Media Day. And then I had the chance to go out to their practice a couple of weeks ago. They had the Orange and Black Bowl, which apparently in years past they haven't been able to do because of numbers. They were able to do it this year. And they've just kind of been on a natural progression. They one in nine, one in eight, one in seven they won one game a couple of seasons ago, right? Yep. And then last year they're able to go four and seven, improve in that aspect. And then this year they're hoping to continue to kind of build on that. They had a lot of young players last year, a lot of sophomores that are now juniors, and they're they're ready to, in their mind, take the next step. And I'm excited to see again another team going on a road trip. Maybe it's not to Line Mountain, but it is to Mansfield, right. which is a little bit further than some of these other teams in the NTL. So
0: yeah, and like you said, Logan, four and seven last year, two and three in conference and it all was based on the production of Riley Vanderpool, that's not going to change this year. He's back. He's under center. He's leading this football team, and if that progression is going to continue, his progression's got to continue, and I, I'm i pretty confident it will. I mean, he's been fantastic year after year now. This season, it's on him. It's on his shoulders. I think we're going to have a big year from Vanderpool.
1: Should be very exciting, but now I kind of want to turn to their rivals, so to speak, uh, Wailusing, brand new regime. We've talked about it, question marks, new coaches, new faces, new places. They're going to be taking on Nativity to start the year, and it's going to be a home game for Wailusing and and new head coach Rich Rogers. He says they want to go back to the run in the triple option, get back to the Ram ram way. So yeah, there you go. It's going to be a, a season of learning for the Wyalusing Rams, too, and hopefully they want to get back to some, yeah, so some better days. some
0: serious change, but going back to old reliable, maybe they're in Wyalusing with that triple option game, and I'm sure fans will be excited to see some of that familiarity in the way winning football happened in Wyalusing back then with that style of offense. It's exciting. I think high school football this season in Bradford County specifically, you know, here in the Valley with some new regimes up there in Tawanda with the the black Knights looking to build Canton coming off a state title um, run that came up just a bit short. And then you got someone like Troy who's just kind of flying under the radar. Canton's big rivalry. We all know about the old shoe game. I think they're chomping at the bit to say, Hey, Canton's not going to leave us behind. We're going to build back up. We're going to be right there with them. This could be a, a year to show that.
1: Absolutely. I think that game's coming at the end of the year, the old shoe game. Yep. This is week one we're talking about, but everyone should go ahead and circle that one on their calendar. Absolutely. Right now. Troy and Canton have this, from what I can gather, have this rivalry that just goes back forever. I mean, it has yeah. a name, right? The old shoe game. Absolutely. And and Troy loves to be physical, loves to run the football, and, and loves to kind of play it their style and impose their style on you. So it especially with someone like Canton that's had so much success and they kind of have similar styles, so to speak, Troy's going to be looking for every chance to kind of be like, hey, we're the big dogs right now. Yeah. So they're going to They're gonna give them a heck of a run this season and they're going to start it off uh, with a home date against Juniata, which I don't know a lot, whole lot about Juniata. Nope. But week one is always a good test, as we've said how many times already, just to see what you need to answer moving forward in the season?
0: Yeah, not much on Juniana coming up to play Troy, not much on Line Mountain, who um, Athens is going to see. But that's just, again, to go back to that theme of question marks. A lot to be answered here in week one. We're excited. Again, check out today's Football Friday publication in the Morning Times and the Daily Review you know keeps clicking on us here on the website. We're going to be on the morning-times.com. We're going to be on the dailyreview.com. Every week we'll post a link on those websites. Friday mornings you'll be able to get the same podcast throughout the whole entire football season. We're going to talk valley football. When we get into some other sports, we're going to get into women's soccer, boys soccer, whatever we can preview for you guys in the weekend's edition. We're going to try to touch base on going forward. This is obviously our trial run. It's our inaugural episode. We're just touching football this week, but we're going to try to bring as much as we can on a weekly basis to keep you guys informed on sports happening around, you know, northern tier Pennsylvania, southern tier New York. Um, Tioga, football, back-to-back state champions going for back-to-back-to-back as they return almost everyone. We'll talk about them next week. They don't start till. Their week one till next week. Waverly coming off a Section 4 championship. Joe Tommaso's final season. Don't want to miss that. Logan, Johnny, anything else on the high school landscape? As we said, this will get more in-depth as the season goes on. We have a little bit more to go on. Anything else for this weekend that um, people should look forward to seeing in the Times or the Daily Review?
1: Yeah, I mean, just the the only other games that maybe we didn't highlight, Northwest Area is going to be playing Cowanesca Valley, and then Montoursville is going to head to Wellsboro. Uh, But I'm really just, like I said, excited to see just the first week one of the football season up up here in Pennsylvania.
0: And support these um, kids, guys. Get out and see them this weekend. Friday night lights are back. The air is getting crisp at night. Falls right around the corner, and that means football, and that means local football in the area. So get out and check them out. So, that also means college football and the NFL are back. Not much for week zero this weekend in college football. We're not going to hit that much this weekend. There's no Big Ten. You Fighting Irish fans, I know Notre Dame's got Navy in Ireland on Saturday at 2.30. It's the early game. I believe it's the only game on until 5.30. So, Notre Dame, they get Sam Hartman transferring from Wake Forest. That creates a lot of expectations, as there always is with the Fighting Irish. We'll see what happens. That's really the only... And obviously, you know, they play Navy every year. It's a good little rivalry. Notre Dame's favored by, I think, like 20. Not much to talk about there, other than it's in Ireland. It'll be a pretty cool atmosphere, and your first chance to see Sam Hartman at quarterback. Notre Dame should cruise in that one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm from... About 25 minutes from where the Naval Academy is, and they're just Notre Dame should cruise. It, yeah. it should, it maybe will be a competitive game. They've given them some competitive games over the years, but it's just we're talking about a school that is closer to being in the Big Ten and then one that's closer to like a Conference USA level. So, no question, just, and that's they, why they play in week zero.
0: Yeah, that's a little taste for week zero, but other than that, not much to go on. Let's go to the NFL. We got this week, we got next week before. The first slate of games comes out, I believe it's September 7th, 7th. So with two weeks left, what better way to split this up than to go AFC preview this week, NFC preview next week for our previews. Best way to probably go about it is to hit each division. Each of us give a little predicted winner, break down what we think, and we'll see how we do by the end of the season. And again, every week we're going to be uploading Friday mornings. We'll touch on that week's slate of games locally, and then we'll touch on that week's slate of games on the national landscape. And we'll be with you all the way up to the Super Bowl. With that said, Johnny, you got a preference of division for the uh, AFC? You want to start?
2: We'll start something easy in the AFC South. I think no, one, none of us have attachments there. So no, no
0: attachments there. Emotion we got shouldn't fly. I'm a Bills fan. Johnny's a Cowboys fan. And we now have with us Logan, who is a Ravens fan, giving us a little bit of, you know, a little mix up in the office, which is nice. A little little Southern football feeling to it all. Um, AFC South, I personally think this is a repeat of last year. I think it's the Jags. I think Trevor Lawrence is just going to continue to make another step each year. Dougie P, Doug Peterson, former Eagles head coach, who everyone in this area is very familiar with and probably loves, quite frankly. I do love him. Stepped in for Urban Meyer last year. All of a sudden, that team's a playoff team. They win a playoff game in a big comeback against the Chargers, all thanks to Dougie P's coaching, but a lot of Trevor Lawrence showed out in that game. You guys expecting the same? I'm feeling
2: probably Jaguars, yeah. I am, I think Trevor Lawrence takes the next step, whatever that, that next step may look like. I think he, even though he... he did win that game last year. They got in that hole due to his mistakes. Yeah. So he's going to want to clean that up So because you can't, as you know, you can't win in the playoffs consistently if you turn the ball over that many times. No. So, and uh, Houston will be interesting. They have, uh, is it Stroud? They yeah. Have C. They have Stroud. C. J. J. Stroud. I'm ex- kind of excited. You, you always love to see the, the new crop of quarterbacks come in. Tennessee. I couldn't name one wide receiver on their roster, to be honest with you. So I'm not sure. I'm not convinced that they... Are high flying. I, mean, De- I see-
1: DeAndre Hopkins is a Titan now. Oh, is he now? Yeah, you didn't Ooh. know that. I forgot about that. It doesn't make them any better. I don't so think so either. <laughs> I, I'm in the same exact camp as the, both of you guys. I think this is the Jags' division to lose this year. I think the Colts are going to be a work in progress with a rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Same I'm with the Texans, to see him, Richardson with CJ Stroud. And then I think the Titans are just a mess right now. And I could be wrong. They could they could rip off eight wins in a row at some point this year. Yep. Derrick Henry could roll, but I just, I think they're in flux right now. Um, if you have three quarterbacks, you don't have one, uh, Tannehill, Malik Willis, and then they also drafted a guy this year, Will Levis. So.
0: And this is probably the division to start because it's maybe in the news the most in the last 24 hours. Jonathan Taylor given permission to seek a trade. Not sure any of us saw that at the beginning of the season. I know once we got into all the running back talk about money and pet and how much those guys are getting paid and how much they're valued, things kind of took off a little bit. Most of it's quieted down. Most guys have signed that one year deal to stay with their teams. Didn't work out so well with Jonathan Taylor. Some personal issues there with Jim Irsay, the you know the president of operations there with the Colts. He wants out. The Colts yesterday said, "Go ahead." Where Jonathan Taylor? I saw some interest from the Dolphins. I saw the Bucks. I saw the Bills in there. <laughs> it's not necessarily our running back's name is Josh Allen until further notice. <laughs> but they're on the list. I'm probably thinking he, he's... Mm, where do I'm you guys see him going?
2: I'm, I'm not sure he goes anywhere. You think he's, st- I think just, you value, think he's back in
0: camp by next week?
2: If he's, I'm not sure if he's back in camp. I just don't know if he gets traded just because if you do trade for him, he's going to expect to get the contract that he wants. And his vet, Colts want too much and Taylor wants too much, basically. I was
0: thinking maybe, maybe if anyone, maybe the Dolphins jump back in there. I know they were in the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes before he ultimately fell to the Jets. Clearly means they were in the market. I think the whole issue was, though, that they ultimately decided they didn't want to pay Cook that much. Jonathan Taylor is going to be looking for that much, if not more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, and, that's, and that's the thing. And the Colts are expecting back a bounty of picks, a bounty of resources for Jonathan Taylor. And then, like you guys just said, he's going to want the contract, too. So it's it's two prongs there. And I don't think in the current state of the running back market, I just don't think that somebody will pull the trigger and make not before the season starts. But maybe if this is still going on in week six and you've had three running backs go down, then you're like, okay, let's just bite
2: the bullet. Let's do it. But
0: Everybody on the Jags. If you
2: decide you're you're a player away. Yeah, exactly. Well, no exactly. Yeah. Taylor for a year. Yeah.
0: All three yeses for the Jaguars. Yeah, I'd say I'm, so.
2: I'm good with the Jags, yeah.
0: Anybody feel, we'll obviously circle back to this after we get through all the AFC previews, anyone feel a wild card out of this division? I say no.
1: If there was one, it would be the Titans. I right. don't think either of the other two teams are going to be close enough to be there Texans. Absolutely by the end of not. The year.
2: Maybe Colts. We'll see if Richardson does. But
0: boy, man. I just hope he's electric. I mean, if there's no other reason to watch that team week to week than a, an Anthony Richardson highlight, so be it. Yeah. Um. Next division, Logan.
1: Let's go to the AFC West. All right. Let's go there.
0: Last year's division winner, the defending Super Bowl champions. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas city chiefs. I have repeat, but I think it's closer as Lee Corso used to say. I think it's closer than the experts think. I think the chargers are coming. I know everybody says it every year They're They being loaded on offense. Their defense is up and coming with guys like Bosa and Derwin James and these boys. If Herbert is going to be the guy, everybody says Herbert is, and they're saying it, it's, Another year of top five quarterback Justin Herbert. You got us. I mean, they got a challenge, and I think even though games were competitive, last year, I don't think anyone thought, "Oh, there's a challenge to the Chiefs losing the division."
2: And I think it's going to be the same thing. so further there? notice. Patrick Mahomes is going to keep being Mahomes, but barring injury, of course, it's
0: his. It's theirs to lose. Logan, not a whole lot of turnover on that team, right? The For The Chiefs, Chiefs,
2: not as
1: far as I can can tell, nothing major. Uh, replaced some wide receivers yeah. again this year, but last year that was the whole conversation right, going I was into say. the season. They lose Tyreek Hill, he goes to the Dolphins, and then they turn around and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, so, It's
0: Mahomes and Kelsey, and until further notice – yeah, Nothing's I mean,
1: Kadarius Tony, former Giant, will be back with that Chiefs team this year. So he should be better with a full year yeah. under his belt. And I, I I agree with what you have to say about the Chargers is, is they are coming. Khalil Mack on that defense also. Yes. Um, so, and Justin Herbert's got, he got paid. He's got the money now. He's got the contract. The excuses or the the reasons why not, they start to go away. And it's, we drafted you in the first round. We think we should be here. We need to compete with Kansas City. But, I mean, we talked about it when we just talked about Jacksonville. Chargers were on the losing end of that, so I think the first month of the season uh, through September, we're going to learn a lot about what this team is this year and, and how you kind of respond from blowing a
2: 27-0 lead in the <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> Another side note for the Chargers, they have my old offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. So the Chargers offense is going to be different this year. One thing I learned a lot about Kellen Moore last year is that he loves to run curl routes, <laughs> so I'm not sure how that well that's going to work for a guy who's got an arm like Herbert wants and to got, go down the field, wants to go down the field and you have the guys like Mike Williams who wants to go down the field. So Kellen Moore is a good OC. Don't get me wrong, but
0: let me pose this question to you too. More interested to watch the new Jimmy G led Raiders, Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback in the Raiders now coming over from San Francisco or the Sean Payton coached Broncos?
1: <laughs> to me, it's Broncos 1,000%. I'm super excited for this, whether it's going to be good or bad. I'm hoping it's good. I might have Russell Wilson as a fantasy quarterback. Um, so I'm hoping for a little bit of a resurgence, maybe just statistically. But I don't know. the. I don't remember the last couple years of Sean Payton's tenure as a coach with the Saints. I, vividly, I don't remember them. But – He's he's ruffled a lot of feathers so far to start before they've even really gotten between the lines. So And then this is kind of, I mean, they traded for Russell Wilson. They pay him all that money, and then he was just abysmal, to put it in one word, last year. So I feel like a lot of people out in Denver kind of need a, a bounce-back season, so to speak. And then the Raiders, we didn't talk about it when we talked about running backs, but Josh Jacobs, uh, as of Wednesday, when this is being taped, still is not reported. Still is camp. not
0: reported. So, Premier running back in the NFL probably in most, I think in all of our top five running back in the NFL, still not reporting to camp. Um, Another one of those running back holdouts we talked about earlier. Yeah, not a lot of uh, let Russ cook going on in Denver anymore after a season. That fan base out on him yet? Or do you think they believe with Sean Payton, this Broncos team had some expectations coming into last year. It didn't pan out that way, but this team was predicted with Russ coming over to make a little bit of a bump. If Peyton turns out as the new head coach to get the most out of Russ and that roster pretty decent top to bottom. It's not awful. It's not bottom of the barrel. Broncos or Raiders coming in third in that division?
1: I lean Broncos. I, I think the Raiders, correct me if I'm wrong, head coach Josh McDaniels yep. this year. I, I just
0: bad start. And they did lose Waller. Yeah, no major, Darin, no, no Darren Waller new quarterback they yeah
2: do still have Devontae Adams yeah. I may break off from Logan on this one I think I like the Raiders like honestly the Raiders I'm not I'm not a big Sean Payton guy I think he had his time a lot of coaches when they return doesn't they want to do it the same way they used to it NFL's not the same anymore
1: my my last note just on the Broncos heading into this season is the last time they brought someone named Peyton into Denver for oh, a couple of years. Nice, <laughs> they went nice. on and they, they won themselves a Super Bowl. Very so nice, touche. I'd say give it three years and then we can assess.
0: Touche. Three Chiefs, yes. Wild card Chargers again. I think Chargers have a good wild chance. Wild card I, chance. I,
1: I know I said that I could see the Broncos finishing third in this division. I can see two wild cards coming out of this, this okay. division. Ooh, okay. it, could, and it could be, I think the chargers definitely will, will be the other one. I think they will be. And then I could see it being either the Raiders or the Broncos, and it's going to come down to the last three weeks of the season.
0: Got it. I'll pick the next division and we're going to go to Logan's division. We're going to go to the AFC North Logan from the Maryland area. He's a Ravens fan. I'm still picking the Bengals. <laughs> uh, Joe Icy, back at quarterback. Joe Burrow, obviously. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. They're loaded. They're loaded. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Uh, is Mick, What's the deal? Uh, there's some legal issues going on with Joe Mixon right now. I'm not going to try to even speculate on that. Let's just say he will play another weapon. Uh, defensively, nothing to write home about. But very, average, They're good enough to make the, the playoffs. Good enough to challenge your the Chiefs. Is that good, you can, yeah,
2: you can get away with some stuff.
0: You like your Ravens' chances?
2: I do, um,
1: but to be realistic, I think it's going to be neck and neck with the Bengals. I I don't think the Bengals will be able to necessarily run away with the division like they have been in two. It, In years past, granted everybody in the division stays healthy, I think it'll come down to the Bengals and the Ravens, and I think those two matchups throughout the year are going to decide who the winner of that division is. Uh, I think the Steelers should continue on. I mean, they didn't even correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't have a losing record last year. They finished nine and eight. They didn't make the playoffs, but under Mike Tomlin, like they replaced a quarterback. They went with Kenny Pickett from Pitt. Yep, they should be better. I don't know that they're necessarily out edging the Bengals or the Ravens. All the talk coming out of the Ravens camp has been about this new offense. Todd Munkin coming from Georgia and just how much he's opened it up. Zay Flowers has been Looked one of the awesome. most talked about rookies yep. in the NFL. So It's going to be a lot of wait and see in week one. And, and, and Odell
0: and, Beckham Jr. Exactly. A new Raven. So
1: it, it takes me back to a couple of years ago the year that Lamar won the unanimous MVP and, and week one they played the Dolphins and I think they hung 50 some points on them and they, the offense just looked insane to watch right if they come out of the gates like that again this year I think they could break off a bunch of wins but again it's the the lasting memory I have from last season is Tyler Huntley taking the snap and trying to jump over mm-hmm. the goal line and Cincinnati running all the all the way back for a touchdown Let's so see,
2: all of Raven the whole trajectory of the Ravens season is going to fall on Lamar Jackson's health I mean like and the and with how with, with his play style it's obviously more prone to injuries than yep. a traditional quarterback so as long as he stays healthy, the sky is the limit, but that's a big F. Yeah, I think. I,
0: th- I think, though, the Bengals, Ravens are the clear one, too. Moving on to one of two teams in this state that we happen to be in right now. And, Logan, you're going to find this out. Johnny Williams hates the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> I only hate the Eagles more, though. A running theme is Johnny Williams does not like Pennsylvania pro football teams. <laughs> One of those teams being the Steelers. I, I, what do you think about Pittsburgh going into... And, and, uh, objectively, can he pick it at a quarterback? Pat Fryermuth turning into a pretty solid tight end in the NFL. Other than that... And they have George Pickens. I do George, George Pickens, maybe, George Pickens. The, maybe one of the best pure athletes in football. He's a talented freak of nature, in my opinion. And then Najee Harris at running back. Mm-hmm. That's, your, that's basically your core on offense. Pick it... Pickens, Fryermuth, Najee Harris, who is also a pretty solid receiver, despite playing the running back, catches balls out of the backfield. Can this team challenge?
2: Or it- the since you expose me, the hater in me wants to say. Oh, that absolutely! My, this my- is where I was trying to direct this to. <laughs> I my I want to say that my prediction is Mike Tomlin gets his first losing season in... 18. There it
0: is. That's a there's our first. And that hot could be take. and that could be eight and nine. And that's why we got into the podcast. <laughs> that's why we're here, right folks. There. Those are the takes you're gonna hear on that. Of course, the first hot take we decide to go with happens to be in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I might be leaning your way though. Do I think the Steelers are a bad football team? No. That division's really good. Division and I don't really think good. the Browns are the bad Browns of the past anymore. I think wins are going to be hard to come by if you're the teams three and four, especially with crossover matchups and other divisions that we'll get to in, in the coming weeks. I think it's still an uphill climb. I know Tomlin's track record. I know there's a lot of people. I mean, Steelers country is very high on this team this year. They think they're not just making a leap. They're going to contend and they're going to be in the playoffs. I'm not buying it. I think the Bengals are still the Bengals. The Ravens made better moves and I don't think much is changing from last season.
1: Yeah. I, I- I think Pittsburgh is going to go as Kenny Pickett goes. If he has a, a great sophomore leap, he was a rookie last year, right? That uh, was, yeah. wasn't his second year. Yep. So, great sophomore leap, then this team could contend for the AFC North, contend in the postseason for a high seed. If he struggles, the team's going to struggle. I just I don't see it any deeper than that. Their defense is going to be good. Pittsburgh Steelers football, their defense is pretty much defense, decent, good, de- good, decent to good, yep. somewhere in that range. T.J. Watts back exactly. So. They're going to go as their second-year quarterback goes. And then, like you said, the Browns of old, they're another guy that it all hinges on how does their quarterback play. Because Deshaun Watson, in the six or so games he played last season, didn't look great. If he comes back out and he's able to set the world on fire from the quarterback position, the Browns could be 4-2 and heading into late October, November. Yeah,
0: full Deshaun Watson season. Defense is pretty decent. Still have Amari Cooper. Um, Amari Cooper comes over from Dallas last year. Nick Chubb is a top-five running back in the NFL. They have some players. I mean, they got some dudes on that team. We'll see if they can make the jump. I'm kind of more optimistic in the Browns making a better jump than the Steelers this season. We'll see how that plays out, but neither are cracking that top two. Uh, I think think this division runs back. Are we going two Bengals, one Raven? Or are we unanimous here again?
1: I'll go Ravens just for the All sake right. of the argument. <laughs> These, those two teams play each other. Their last game is in Baltimore 8-15, November 16th. I believe it's probably like week 14, 15. Later in the year, a lot's going to be decided on that night in terms of the That's division is my, is my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it'll
0: be a great game. All right, that leaves us with the AFC East.
1: The one I was most excited uh, to talk about. The least excited. excited. I was <laughs> most excited to talk about. This Preseason again. hasn't
0: made me any more excited about it. Uh, the Bills win this division last year. Dolphins looked fantastic and gave people a lot to be excited about. Jets had the best offseason to get those, and the and Belichick still coaching the Patriots. Do the um, Bills run it back? Uh, the Bills run it back. <laughs> Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. Prove me wrong. <laughs> but on the
1: cover of Madden this year,
0: the Madden curse isn't real. I don't believe in that baloney (laughs) with that said, this is about as intriguing of a division as you're going to get. And it should be really exciting and really competitive. Uh, The dolphins obviously are going to go as two a goes. That offense is loaded. Um, Mike McDaniels preaches speed. He's only done more to bolster that in the, through the draft. Aaron Rodgers is on the jets now in case you haven't seen hard knocks. And again, Bill Belichick is still coaching the New England Patriots. I think Buffalo is still the best team in that division. I think they have a top two, in my opinion, quarterback. I think they have a top three defense when everyone's out there, which they are expected to be. Von Miller's coming back. Micah Hyde's coming back. Matt Milano was an all-pro. Defense is going to be king in Buffalo again. It'll just be, to me it's is that division going to produce three teams in the playoffs or is it going to be another two-headed race with whoever comes out of Miami and the Jets? Well, before we get I'm to I'm ready for the hot takes. What do we think about the Stephon Diggs situation? How, where are we at with that well, in the summer? Stephen A's claiming he wants out. Diggs has done everything you'd like him to do as a fan in the last 24 hours. That's true. He's debunked it with multiple tweets usually he's pretty cryptic not this time it was no way absolutely false i ride with the blue and red keep it 100 him and josh those are the tweets him and josh allen seem to have made their piece whatever you wanted to read into it last season with their back and forths on the sideline some of Diggs' diva behavior he's gonna play this season I think that's what all that matters when we're talking previewing a single season. Yeah. What happens in the future and, and post-2023-2024 season, we'll see. I'm not going to go that far and make any claims there. A lot could happen. As of right now, he's going to play a full season with the Buffalo Bills, I think. And when he does he's as good as it gets at the receiver position.
1: I almost wish that we did have a camera for this episode just so that we could
0: clip uh you saying keep it 100. That's the tweet. I don't I speak know, like I that, know. Obviously, I know. I know. <laughs> but the tweet was I I, th- I believe it was something like I ride with and then um a red heart emoji, a blue heart emoji and the 100 <laughs> emoji. Come on, we're trying to evolve this the business here and take it into the new age. 100. Keep it one hundred. Keep it one hundred. Stuff on emojis Diggs. in the football preview, then. But look, when you uh, some, I think Stephen A. Smith got called out for another take he had that someone um, Lonzo Ball yes, yes also told him you know come to the source instead. What you're saying is not true. So who knows? Um, he's usually pretty reputable. He's the face of ESPN. I don't know. I do know that Stefan Diggs is going to be out there for week one, and if him and Allen are clicking like they have regardless of whatever tension they have between the two of them I think they win the division. I, Who do you have taken it Johnny?
2: I think I think I think Buffalo takes it. I think Miami is right in the running could just as easily steal it from. I think the Jets will improve although not as much as I think people think they will improve. I think they'll be better but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the saving grace that he once was and Patriots will play spoiler. You can never sleep on Bill Belichick. He could come he could come along and just mess up your season right when you need it right when you need that W.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think all of these teams will be sniffing around 500 over 500 by year's end and if one team's not, it's going to be the Patriots, but like you said that they will revel in the ability to be able to take a game from one of their divisional opponents late in the season. I think the Bills are going to be really good. I think the Dolphins are going to be really good. Like you said, I think the Jets will be better. Um, I I need to see them play Week One before I yeah. temper any expectations on them. I'm gonna just for the sake of going different. I think the Dolphins take the division this year. I think Tua is going to be back, and he did like jujitsu training yeah, or something. how over to the fall right so that he doesn't fall and hit his head. So <laughs> and just with Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, it's so
0: they're good. so fun to
2: watch. So dude, many, yeah.
1: so much speed, so many weapons down there, and. Another year under Mike McDaniel, it'll be close. It won't be more than a game or two, but I think I could see them taking it
2: from Buffalo this year. Yeah, I could easily see. It's my like Buffalo and Miami are being like 1A and 1B.
0: And the Jets were 7-10 and 10 last season. I could, they might just flip-flop it. I mean, they might run that back to like 9-8, and 10-7, maybe. Uh, with the ceiling maybe being 10-7 and seven if that division they end up just splitting games between all of them. Because the division's so good, yeah. It's going to
2: be hard to win 10 games in that division no matter who you are.
0: Yeah, and I know the Bills also got to go play Cincinnati this year. So uh, some of that crossover stuff, we'll we'll see how it plays out. Other than that, um, so I think we were all on the Jags. We were all on the Chiefs. Uh, Johnny and I went Bengals. Logan went Ravens. Johnny and I went Bills. Logan went Dolphins. Wild cards. Where Where are we getting them from? We need three, right?
1: Yeah. I think it's going to be a combination of the, since I said Dolphins win the division, so it'll be a combination of Jets, Bills. Yep. I'll throw the Raiders and the Broncos in there, and then I'll go with the Steelers. One of those, three of those five teams probably make up your wild card scenario. Um, obviously, or I'm sorry, I guess I should mention the Bengals. If the Ravens win the division, Ravens if Bengals win the division, so maybe take out Pittsburgh and swap
2: Cincinnati, Baltimore. Right. Johnny, uh, I have uh, Ravens,
0: Dolphins, Chargers. I like. Uh, I'll go Dolphins, Ravens, and I'll be a little different. Maybe Vrabel gets this thing turned around in Tennessee. That team was, I mean, that team was making the playoffs. They're they're a year, they're two years removed from being the one seed in the AFC. That was bonkers. <laughs> Derrick Henry's <laughs> still there. Yeah. The same quarterback's still there, and now you add DeAndre Hopkins. If that team plays pretty decent defense in a really kind of below-average division, you never know with the way scheduling works. They could somehow muster up enough wins to sneak in and then be bounced in the first round. But with the schedule playing in that division as weak as it is, is and still having those guys from that number-one seed team with Hopkins, I'll take a shot in the dark and maybe the Titans, just to be different, find their way in. So um, that's the way this is going to go week to week, everyone. Obviously, it'll be a little different and hopefully more seamless once games start and there's actual on-field stuff to talk about and how teams look and what we can expect when certain teams play, especially locally. We are going to try to be as heavily leaning on local sports as possible in the first part of this podcast every week. So if you're kind of looking on when to jump in or when to jump out, we're going local sports coverage and previews in the beginning we'll touch on what's happening that weekend in national sports in that landscape at the end and again you can find us on the morning-times.com the dailyreview.com will be uh, wherever you get your podcasts otherwise we'll be working on that and other than that guys it was pretty good first episode we'll keep working out the kinks we'll try to get more chemistry and more fluid for everyone but we are going to be uploaded to wherever you can get us every Friday morning going forward. And please be sure to get out, support your local teams and support us. Go pick up that copy of the morning times today um, and the daily review today and get your football previews, get um, soccer and other sports going on cross country and whatnot. We're going to be trying to cover as much ground as we can. So get out and support us too, and pick up a copy of the morning times and the daily review. Other than that, thank you so much for listening to us. It's our first shot at this. We're going to be with you through the Super Bowl. We'll try to keep getting better. For Logan Hill, for Johnny Williams, I'm Kirk Lovison. Talk to you guys next week.